It's Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty from the Armstrong and Getty Show. There are some really good people, our injured military men and women, who really need our help. Our Warrior Foundation Freedom Station fundraiser aims to do that. Please go to armstrongandgettyradio.com to make a donation right now. So we're going to talk to another great uh, example of what Freedom Station does here in just a couple of minutes to get you motivated because we plan to hit $400,000 by the end of the show, raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Our original goal of $300,000 we blew by quite easily thanks to my inability to play the fiddle. Which had a lot to do with it. I don't think inability begins to describe what happened. Uh, and so we have um, some really good stuff to do for you this hour and some stuff that we will all regret. Uh, a little carrot, little stick. So please do hang around for that. Um, and, uh, and a little, uh, you know, what's going on in the news as well. But right now it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Has the potential of war with North Korea increased since this latest launch? I think it's increasing every day. I mean, at any other time in history, the headline, President Openly Accuses Man of Murder, would probably make the front page. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I I really do. I wish he'd quit commenting on ongoing probes. A Brooklyn-based brewery has released a beer named after Beyonce called Beyonce. And it's selling a lot better than their Jay Zima. The naked man sitting on the back of the fire truck. Uh huh. Randy Travis. Oh no. <laughs> I am the fastest actor in the West. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. Strikes and you are out, probably. That's some good stuff right there. Wow. You know, the president talking that way, I've, I've heard some complaints about it's not a big deal. Okay, it's, it's, there's, got an, there's an instant explanation. Oh, you're talking about the denture thing. Yeah, I yeah. think there's an instant explanation. Sure. But you can't pretend that that's not worth commenting on, either from a humor standpoint or a what's going on there. Concern. If Joe sure. all of a sudden started talking like that, I'd think... What the hell's happening? Here? Right, right. Are if, you okay? If my wife did, if my mom did, if anyone did, all of a sudden start talking that way, you'd think, well, you all right? Well, and my wife does sometimes after the fourth glass of wine. Sorry, honey. but <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you just want to make sure everything's all right. So uh-huh. the idea that, you know, you shouldn't be discussing it at all is just silly. Uh, should we do an update to figure out where we are? Yeah, yeah. Shawnee boy, uh, would you do the honors, please? Drum roll. Roll, roll your drum. Currently sitting at $353,759. So what was the first three numbers? I got distracted. 353000 Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we can hit four hundred, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to require some work. You're about to hear a great story. Then we got Sean that's going to do something that is going to drive you to your wallet. A little stick it's gonna work, be, if you will. It's going to be abhorrent. 
Um, now, that drum roll is actually Gladys, who usually tr- plays the harp. Right. When, when Multi-instrumentalist. We, when we talk about a story from her past right there, yeah, Gladys plays the harp. Once a year when we're doing this, we get her on the snare drum. She hates doing it because she's got the carpal tunnel. <laughs> but she's really good. She keeps an even roll going. God, she's such a fool. Nice job, Gladys. So consistent. Yeah. Right, on a more uh, important note, please let us introduce to you uh, Chris Lawrence, who is a well. We'll we'll get to his current um, his current line of work. He's a Purple Heart recipient, retired from Chris. What branch? Marine Corps. Okay, Marine Corps. Uh, part of the thirty five. He, okay, I can't read that. You can That's just fine. talk just, on the yeah, air if you want yeah, to. Just, just Dave, for God's sake. Speak into the microphone, dude. Yeah, You're fine. a broadcaster. Well, we'll ask Chris. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, medically retired Marine. He is currently a Chula Vista police officer. I believe the first uh, amputee to be a police officer. Chris, good to meet you, man. Hi, pleased to meet you. So, uh, tell us about your, your service, if you would, and um, you know what happened and how you ended up uh, involved with uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I did five years in the Marine Corps, uh, enlisted in 2005, right after I turned 18 years old. Uh, went over to Iraq in 2007 uh, with 3rd Assault Amphibian Battalion. I uh, was on patrol walking over a bridge, and uh, insurgents blew the bridge up as I was walking across it. And I spent about a year and a half in the hospital getting put back together. I ended up losing my uh, my right leg, uh, some pieces on my left leg, and a couple of other injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'd imagine the recovery process continues, but... How long was like the, the the really intense part of it with surgeries and how long did that stretch on? I had my last surgery two years almost to the day after my injury. Yeah. Wow. Okay. God, that's incredible. That's a long damn time to be dealing with that stuff. Other you, guys injured at the same time when you Yes. Yes, just one other person we were going across a bridge two by two, so one other person yeah. was hit. But yeah. he you know, wasn't too severely injured. Okay. All right. Man, I remember that period of the war, it was happening all the time. Did, did, did you spend all your time walking around thinking it could happen any second, or do you try to put it out of your mind, or how do you even deal with that before it happens? Well, you, I acknowledge that it's a possibility. You know, you may not come home, and that's just what you deal with, and if you let it hang over your head, you're not going to be able to do your job right. right. So uh, it's just something I came to grips with early on and went around, living my day, didn't worry about it too much after that. Mm-hmm. So then there you are gutting out, Getting through the recovery and the rehab and the surgeries and, and that sort of thing. Um, how did uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station come into your life? Well, I met Warrior Foundation uh, early on and, and Sandy. Uh, I ended up spending almost all my all the major holidays in the hospital there, actually in a hospital bed, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, birthday almost. And Warrior Foundation used to come around and decorate the the rooms and the barracks. And that's how I first ran into them. They were actually sitting up Christmas trees, and they they brought a little bit of little bit of spirit to that that dreary, sad place. And it was nice. It was very nice. It was uplifting, you know, to remind me that you know people cared, and that something less than the monotonous day in day out of the tan walls, you know, put a little life back in there. Right, right. Because that's that's emotionally draining stuff too. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's had any medical problems can understand a little bit, but you know, dealing with what you had to deal with that's that's really draining. Yeah, yeah. So there was a little a little joy, and then I know uh, the relationship has continued. What else? Yeah, when um, well, when I was in the Marine Corps, I only went home one time for Christmas, only one time in my entire enlistment, and it was actually uh, the Warrior Foundation sent me home uh, right after when I first got out of the hospital and I was able to go back for Christmas. They sent me back there, cool. so that was that was awesome. Cool. Where's home? Uh, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a Chicago boy myself. All right. I used to go up to Milwaukee in the summertime when the drinking age was 18 and. Uh, <laughs> 
Enjoy a beer or two, watch a show. I did my uh, Christmases in Wisconsin as a kid. It's a, a lot different for my kids living on the West Coast in the yeah. warm day. I keep telling them, you know, in December when I was a kid, it wasn't like this. Um, uh, so when you did get to go home for Christmas at one time, since that's what we're raising money for today, what did that do for you oh, and your was, family? It was amazing. Um, you know, my, my family's all back there, so I don't really get to see them. And actually being able to go back there, it, it, it you know, the military and all the doctors can kind of take care of the physical, but the emotional and the mental part, you know, you need family, you need you need people that care about you to help. And that was, that was amazing. It really helped, you know, because being by yourself on the holidays, especially going through things like that, it's kind of a little depressing, and that's a really hard time of year for most people, and it was nice to be able to be back there with people that I cared about. Tell us about your family. Who'd you go home to? Uh, I went back, my mother, uh, my brothers and sister, uh, my nephews and nieces. They they all came out and seen me when I was initially in the hospital, but they couldn't stay out there. Everybody had to get right. back to their life, but going be, being able to go back there and see them was, was awesome. Little brothers, big brothers? Uh, older brother was in the Navy, uh, another older brother, you know, other stuff. Huh. Younger brother was in the Marine Corps. <laughs> Got a black sheep in there? A lot of families do. Yeah. It's just yeah. the way it works. You're yeah. looking at a couple of them. Um, so what was it like being at home with your brothers? It was I mean, awesome. after all the S you'd gone through. Yeah, yeah. My brothers, they all came out and see me in the hospital. They actually got really, uh, were f- freed from their duties to actually come and visit me when mm-hmm. I was, um, I actually initially went to the hospital in Maryland, the National Naval Hospital, and I hadn't seen them since then. No, it was great. It was yeah, great. yeah. You know, we talk about we try to help people understand. You know, because we hope they'll they'll donate because we love Warrior Foundation Freedom Station so much. We're hoping to share that. But you know, who you are has so much to do with your relationships, the people you really care about. You know, whether it's parents or your brothers and sisters, your old buddies and stuff like that. And you know, we've talked to guys who who kind of lost who they were in the midst of the injury and the recovery or the post-traumatic stress or whatever. And I got to believe it's just, it's really grounding and like gives you strength to remember your people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You've got great pipes, as we say in the radio business. I understand you do the voiceovers for a lot of the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station commercials, huh? Yeah, they like to call me the voice. There you go. <laughs> you do have a good voice. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good voice. And we also understand uh, you sooner to have a, a child that will be enjoying Christmas. I've got a, a three-year-old baby girl. Uh, oh, oh, three-year-old baby girl. Okay, you okay. got a girl yeah. already. And fantastic. Uh, but you didn't think that was going to happen. I was a little surprised. Um, you know, everybody is when they have kids. Uh, when I was initially injured, they weren't sure if I was going to be able to or not because uh, I got blown up on my feet. So there was a lot of stuff that you know got damaged and could have been uh-huh. the wrong way. But yeah, thankfully, the important parts still work. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. What's your little girl's name, if you don't mind? Uh, Delia Marie. All right, fantastic. Three-year-old oh Christmas is oh, pretty please. awesome. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. the memories the memories are flooding back for me. Yeah. My kids are, are, are big and old, and I'd say nasty, but they're not. They're sweet. Um, that's fantastic, Chris. Uh, you know, and I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but guys like you and stories like yours and, and, and the outcome like you've had is what we're talking about here. Because as a dad, as a guy, as an old dad, I'm telling you, you get somebody in their late teens, early 20s, whatever, man, they're looking at crossroads. They're looking at different ways they can go. And that's, you know, any young person, not to mention somebody who's been injured or dealing with some heavy, heavy stuff. Um, and I just love the fact that Freedom Station is there for guys. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we appreciate you coming in and telling the story specifically about going home for Christmas because that's one of the things we're really raising money for today. We want to send everybody home for Christmas that wants to go, uh, but it takes some money, and you can donate at armstrongandgettyradio.com. 
Yeah, y'all are fabulous. Those of you who have given so far, we blew past our original goal of 300K. Now, I think we can do 400 by the end of the hour. Oh, yeah, we got something with Sean coming up here in a little bit. It's going to raise some money. Yeah. Because people are going to hate it. Yeah, yeah. If we can get to 400 before that, everybody <laughs> wins. Uh, but give as generously as you can, whether it's 10 bucks. If that's all you can spare, God bless you. Thanks for giving it. If you can give a hell of a lot more than that, do it. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com, or if you have the phone number, or go ahead and call. But whatever you do, give as much as you can. Hey, Chris, it's an honor. Thanks, man. Glad to be here. It's good to talk to you. We got more on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're going to monitor the total because somebody needs to be on top of this because the second we get to the little goal here, we need to be able to shut it down because we don't want right. to inflict any more damage than we have to. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Right, right. You've got to be cruel to be kind, they say, and we'd like to be kind of kind to you while we're being cruel. Back yeah. to you. Um, so would help if my computer would unfreeze, you uncooperative bastard. What so, are you doing? So Gladys is hammering the ibuprofen because of the carpal tunnel I mentioned oh, earlier. But Gladys, if you could hit the drum roll, please. Uh, our current total is, Sean? $368,318. So our di- idea here is another stick approach, the carrot and stick approach. Uh, this is painful. This is beating you with a stick to try to get you to donate money. Now, the goal for the end of this hour is $400,000. Would you say we're at three sixty-eight? Yes. We need, a, we need a mini goal here. Sean is... There's a new Star Wars movie coming out, right, Sean? Uh, yes. Next week, the, the Last Jedi, the eighth film it's in the Star Wars. It's already more than I want to know. So, <laughs> that's how quickly I tire <laughs> of Star Wars talk. Sean is going to start talking about Star Wars, the Star Wars movie, the Star Wars movies. He's going to start talking about Star Wars, and he and he could do this for like two days straight. But he's not going to stop until we hit a goal of what do we want it to be? You got an idea? Three sixty. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I don't know how much of it I can take. Right. I'm worried uh, about my own self. Can we get to three seventy five, or is that too aggressive? Oh, that's pretty aggressive. I don't yeah, know okay. About my all own. right. All right. So everybody, settle down. I don't know about my own mental health. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? You got an idea? Uh, five thousand from where we are. Yeah, you think so? Okay, yeah, so what, uh, th- that gets us to three seventy three. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, just uh, I don't know whether uh, Michael or uh, Hanson Hanson Panson uh, wants to monitor my computer's <laughs> my computer's <laughs> locking up, and I cannot I can't be the guy. Hanson Panson, Hanson Hanson Panson. Yeah, I'll monitor. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have a cover. Anton. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank you, M Dog. So start talking about Star Wars, Sean. Now you donated ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com. We gotta raise five more thousand dollars or Sean will not stop. Talk start talking about Star Wars now. Michael, give me my entrance music. Here we go. Okay. So now <laughs> The Last Jedi is coming out next weekend. That is the eighth film in the Star Wars saga. Now this is uh the, the Star Wars expanded universe, but specifically the Skywalker family is at the core of these nine films. And a uh recent poll. Mm. A recent poll came out uh, saying uh, I surveyed 22,000 adults. has a margin of error, plus minus two percentage points for those <laughs> into the modality. And they, uh, we'll start off with a, we'll start off with a wide scope. Let's see, like which of the the eight Star Wars movies? 369. 
All right, so it's already going up. It's already going up. We're at uh, no. 1, your job there. is not to comment. Your job is to talk about Star Wars. My job is to talk about Star Wars and the original three: the the New Hope, the Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, the original trilogy. Yeah. All had a favorability I'm rating of about ninety four percent. People are hating this. Oh so, yeah. So the more the, the two recent movies, the the Force Awakens and Rogue One, a Star Wars story, both above ninety percent, while the. The uh, the Phantom Menace trilogy; those are in the mid eighties. So, are the donations like coming in? We're stuck at three seventy. Keep coming, people! Oh, I'm starting yeah, to so think you guys might actually like this. This is good stuff. Slight gradations of popularity between the various movies. But of note, nice. who is the most and least beloved Star Wars character? Nobody cares. Oh, now, the most beloved. <laughs> yes, and people don't like Darth Vader. I don't know. Is Princess Leia? I don't know if there's a little bit of she recently passed, so we have fond memories, but she ranked with the highest 73% yeah. approval rating, followed closely by her brother, Luke Skywalker, at Old 72%. Hey, 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 hey. That's a print. Hey. That's royalty you're speaking of. <laughs> Chewbacca was third, Yoda was fourth, and then R2-D2, my MVP of the Star right. Wars universe, was How, the how's fifth. How's the total looking there, 371. Uh, 371, okay. Wow. Oh, beautiful. I can go all day with this. But wow. flipping oh, to the Michael opposite Lewis. side of the spectrum. We Jar-jar only need like two Binks. more thousand dollars, right? We need a whale. Oh, we're into Jar Jar Binks territory now. Jar Jar Binks now. is yeah. the, uh, widely considered to be the least popular of the Star Wars characters, but not so. He has a popularity <laughs> approval rating of 37%. All right. Which it's is... Just- which is the, above. the six of you who care about this should get a chat room Just on the keep, internet somewhere. Keep and... talking, Sean. Do your job. <laughs> one, one spot above Mace Window. So who might you ask is, is the least popular character? Well, that is Supreme Leader Snoke. You right now. You are. <laughs> he is the he is the emperor in the, the, the heavy in the most recent trilogy. And I have some theories about who Supreme Leader Snoke might actually be. Oh, but to Lord. get over some of the uh, other least popular characters, you have Count Dooku with 26%. I mean, this strong and getting ready com takes you like 30 seconds yeah, they, to donate. I mean, I mean these it doesn't people, take very long. What 10, we have? $20, $100, or whatever it takes. Okay. Oh, we've got, what, $715 oh, oh, okay. to go. So I That's think- it. Somebody give $500 right now. $500, armstrongandgettyradio.com. So it is my belief that Supreme Leader Snoke is actually none other than Mace Windu, the character that Samuel L. Jackson played in the... About $400 away. In the, in the, uh, the $400 more dollars the in Sean Subs. Sean, adopt a comic book guy from The Simpsons to do the rest. $300. So, with Mace Windu being a Supreme Leader Snoke, what does that mean for character Finn? Still 300 I believe that Finn might be related to Supreme Leader Snoke in more than it. one way. It. It. Where the hell are they? Hallelujah! Thank you! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Wow. A quick, not quick enough $5,000. <laughs> That we raised for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and so we're at three seventy three. Is that where we're at now? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, uh-huh. and 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 Horizon mm. on our way to four hundred grand. We hope by the end of the show. I'm thinking is... people overgave just to do whatever it took. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Mace Windu's lightsaber was purple, perfectly <laughs> exemplifying the balance between the good and the dark side of the Force. <laughs> oh, shut up! Wow. You know, uh, oh, that's something. I'm not gonna lie. That's damn funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, what a day. What a day. What a day. What a yeah. day. You know, you do this for a living. You you read the news. You watch the news constantly. You're, the, the, the horrors, the, 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 the partisanship, the, the lies, the criminality, the war, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you forget there's a hell of a lot of decent people in the world. Yep. Hell of a lot of good, beyond decent, really good people. I'm looking yeah. over the list of the donations, and I see on there, Positive Mom, my mother, 
donated to get me to stop talking Star Wars. Thanks for the support, Mom. Oh, PM. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, PM. Your own mom. Yeah. She's heard enough. Send in money to get you to stop talking. That's fantastic. And I'm sure to support Freedom Station, which is... Wow. You know, you're talking about the good people who donate. How about the people we meet who serve in our military? Yeah. I mean, that's the best of the best. Yeah. It really, really is. I'm telling you. Yeah, some of these young men have been uh, awe-inspiring. I wish you all could meet them personally. We're, uh, what are we, we're we're almost, yeah, we're at 370, we're over 376, heading toward 377. So credit where it's due, Sean, that was terrible. (laughs) Thank you. And it was exactly what we needed, so well done. Well yeah. done. So, Marshall, can you tell us what is coming up in your newscast? Indeed, indeed. we got a report that one of the women who accused Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore of making advances on her when she was a teen admits to forging part of the yearbook inscription Whoa. she offered as proof. Now, a lot of people uh, are, are pointing out part of it. She's not saying he didn't write in her yearbook. We, She's just saying she added some of it, correct? We have the update okay. for you. Coming up okay, minutes from this, now. How much does this change the story? I don't think a lot, other than it, it does mean that she's a little kooky. And a, it means she's a little kooky, and if she's a little kooky... Uh-huh. Yeah. And along the lines of positive Sean's turns of the phrases, we got a lot of buzz about the latest Jurassic Park uh, trailer that's just been released. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. I didn't know they were making another one of those dinosaur movies. Why not? Yeah, um, yeah this Roy Moore thing. This is going to give the president some cover for tonight, and so it's going to be a big deal. Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, yo. Thank you for being here. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Marshall Phillips has our news. Marshall. Hello there. One of the women who accused Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore of making advances on her when she was a teen and he, a local prosecutor, admitted Friday to forging part of the yearbook inscription she offered as proof. Beverly Young Nelson told ABC News she wrote part of the disputed note in her high school yearbook that she and famed attorney Gloria Allred presented as proof of the then 30-something Moore seeking an inappropriate relationship with the young girl in the late 1970s. Now, ABC's Tom Lamas on Good Morning America was interviewing Nelson. Nelson says she did make notes to the inscription, but the message was all Roy Moore. Beverly, he signed your yearbook. He did sign it. And you made some notes underneath. Yes. There you go. Nelson telling... And- was she attempting to make... Was she, she was claiming that was his writing also, though? I mean, she, did she change her handwriting and then try to claim it was Roy Moore's handwriting? That's That was the entire content of the interview dealing with the inscription. What you just heard there. Because, I mean, if he signed something and then she added some stuff in her right. own writing, like... I don't know, notes to remind her of when it was or something like that. That's 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 not forging anything. So the two Does things the, that she added were the date, the 12-something, yeah. 77, yeah. Yeah. and the name of the restaurant which she worked at where I, I guess they met. Yeah. That sounds like the sort of notes you'd put next maybe to right. a, a celebrity Yeah, uh, but why wouldn't you make autograph. that clear from the beginning? Right. Unless, unless it was to specifically date it while she was underage? I don't know. It's odd. More, she, why didn't she say immediately? Now, I wrote in the date and time so I could remember when it was, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Moore is yeah, that... denied signing the yearbook and said he did not know Nelson at the time, and Gloria Allred now says she is planning a news conference for later today with what oh. she says is more proof, more new Nelson. Oh, okay. 
Lori Allred, please. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. This yeah. opens the door enough, even if it's yeah. just a tiny crack and can be explained away. It opens the door enough to give some people some cover, including the president. Uh-huh. Uh, he'll, I, I guarantee you he's going to mention this tonight in his, in, his, in his rally. The woman made it up. She admitted this morning she made this stuff up. Right. She wrote it herself. He'll say that. The crowd will cheer. Sure. How much? Yeah, it's all about perception. Post-truth world. How much did she write and how much did he write? That is the question. You know, things like that. Anyway, yeah, Trump well, is... Yes. I don't know. That, was, that didn't establish proof of most of it anyway. I mean... No. What was, well, what was her original claim? That only a weirdo would... Uh, well, just that she knew the guy. That she right. knew the guy and From it set a time He's saying, yeah. I don't know her. Right. And she's saying, I got a yearbook with this. He signed it. Yeah. Of course, I don't know how you'd remember signing a yearbook 40 years ago or however long ago it was. Right, yeah. <coughs> Meanwhile, the uh, president, President Trump, declaring a state of emergency in California. The president's ordering federal assistance to help out state and local response to the wildfires that continue to wreak havoc on the southern part of the state. You got thousands of people been forced to leave their homes. Flames now engulfing more than two hundred thousand acres of land. And now, now the National Weather Service is offering little optimism, saying the hot, dry Santa Ana winds could continue for the next few days. So, a red flag warning indicating critical fire conditions has been extended through Sunday night for Ventura and Los Angeles counties. So we're gonna, we were hoping for a bit of a break in the winds. We'll have to see how this plays out, but it looks like they're going to be around through the weekend. And the nation's unemployment rate is doing better than economists had predicted. The Labor Department saying the economy added 228,000 jobs in November. Unemployment rate is still at 4.1%. Wage gains, though, still very sluggish. And labor participation rates still at record lows, but they're improving slowly. That suggests that the number of job opportunities out there could be drawing some people into the workforce, but it is still hard to match job openings with potential employees' skill sets. That is a big problem. There's something Mike Rowe's been talking about a lot. Uh, They're not looking for people with art history degrees. They're looking for people who can weld in terms of jobs that make a living. And for a lot of movie buffs, the first trailer is out for the new Jurassic World sequel. I know why we're here. A rescue op. Save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? There you go. Exploding dinosaur island. (laughs) Saving the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. Yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom reunites Chris Pat uh, Chris Pratt rather is Owen the dinosaur wrangler and Bryce Dallas Howard is Claire the scientist. The for those uh, fans of the original movie Jeff Goldblum will be coming back as right. his uh, his chaos scientist I believe Malcolm was his name he's yeah. he's reprising his role for this film. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting to me. I don't know if it is for anyone else. H- how does the trailer look? I mean is the um, are the special effects like way better than the first Jurassic Park in terms oh. of believing oh, yeah. there's yeah. a dinosaur there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah, close. I mean if you want dinosaurs uh, chasing people and eating on them, I'd imagine that they're, it's going to be visually stunning. Oh, yeah. you bet. Anyway, the uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom doesn't even come out, though, until June 22nd. Then so, why the hell are we talking about it? Why did you bring it up, Marshall? Why are we even discussing it? Sean is our, our producer, not our audience. Good Lord, what have you done? Marshall, there's no shame in having a short newscast. That's your news. I'm Marshall. <laughs> I agree with Michael. A show, the Voice of the West. That might be the single dumbest thing I've ever talked about. <laughs> and you roped us in, you bastard. <laughs> a what movie you I'm not going to watch anyway.
subway that comes out is one of the most months. insanely idiotic things I have ever yes. heard. That's right. True. Everyone in this room is now dumber for the having audience. listened to it. That's absolutely. May God have mercy on your soul. Good there Lord. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Good Lord. Just, what, 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 what did we do to deserve this? Would you like more <laughs> information on Mace Windu? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, anybody wants to be a radio news guy, there's no opening. Can we do a, uh, I'm sorry, Gladys, she's wincing in pain. Oh, stop it. That's not funny. Well, it's not funny. She's, uh, she's a World War I vet. One of the few for surviving. And she likes helping out the, uh, the, you know, the cause. Sure. Uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Roll, roll. Go ahead. Drum roll. Nice even. There you go. Oh, what are we at? Three hundred eighty-five thousand seven hundred forty-eight dollars. Wow! Wow! We have nineteen minutes left before the official end of the Armstrong and Getty Show for this day of our Lord Friday. Uh, we want to see if we can get to that four hundred dollar mark, four hundred thousand dollar mark for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. If you haven't given yet, now is the time. Now is the time. I could offer so, up more Jurassic World sequel oh, uh, clips oh, and comments. Oh, <laughs> Any movies not coming out until the 2020s, Marshall, you want to talk about? That. Ghostbusters 5 with all children or anything like that. The petering out, the big petering uh, out, which is a Friday petering out. That's when we really go through the motions. The old BPO. <laughs> So let you that. Dang, this Roy Moore story. I, uh, th- 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 if nothing else, it's making the woman look a little wacky. And making her look a little wacky is good for the Roy Moore crowd, no doubt. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Love the holidays. been a heck of a week i'd say yeah raised a lot of money obviously the news flow is what it is it's always crazy right next week uh, early in the week is going to be all about the uh senate election in alabama i guarantee you for that 48 hour period yeah and then maybe perhaps we'll take a moment or two to talk about actually governing and not just politics I and doubt you know, it. what policies are and how don't they're going to affect the good people of america and that sort of thing but that's that's a fantasy of mine don't hold your breath yeah 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 but raised a lot of money this week, no doubt about it, for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Um, I thought we set one heck of an aggressive goal, since for a lot of you listening, this is a completely new idea to you, the whole Freedom Station thing. And luckily, with the help of a bunch of other people, we were able to explain it well enough that you thought, oh, that sounds great. Donated money. We blew past the goal of 300000 And I'm hoping we hit 400000 by 10 o'clock, which is only 10 minutes away. Right, right. We're just a few thousand dollars away, so give as generously as you can, please. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. I was giggling because I'm looking at you know, you can list your name for the donation. You can donate in somebody else's name. You can, for instance, write Baxter the dog, my new dog. Hmm. Apparently, Bax gave $27, which Good I appreciate. Good boy. Good boy. And uh, Marshall's best friend, the grape, contributed $100. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, Sandy Lemcooler rejoins us. Sandy's the president, uh, founding person of uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Uh, it's been a heck of a week, Sandy, huh? Oh, my goodness. It's been the Christmas of my dreams. Truly, I have to share with you guys the amount of money that you've raised. We've got enough to send them all home. Oh, all wow. of them. And, wow. and I know you've talked with Josue and Chris and, and the importance of them waking up in their own beds. 
And I want to share with you guys, I'm emotional, sorry. Um, we are going to put an offer down on a property that's two streets away from the current Freedom Station. Perfect. And, and you guys have made that happen. So we're very, very grateful. Well, the good people have. The good people. I mean, if we did a decent job as the messengers, uh, thank you. We're, we're, we're happy to have done it. But uh, the credit goes to the, the generous people. So what will the opening, Armstrong and Getty family. What will opening another location do for you? Well, we would have nine more cottages and be able to assist nine more warriors that are getting out of the military. You know, it's a tough day when they're told that they're not going to be a Marine, a sailor, or a soldier anymore. It's really hard on them. I'm sure. And so to offer them the opportunity, and the command makes that decision, to move into Freedom Station before they get out is really kind of taking the stress off of them, number one. Number two, it gives them a new focus. They get to have their own cottage, have to figure out, you know, how to do things on their own, but it gives us a chance for those warriors. It, we bridge the gap for them, so they right. get that last paycheck eventually, and they go four months sometimes without a paycheck. Well, you've so, told us those stories, and, and yeah. they make me very, very mad that oh. sometimes the DOD will keep them waiting for months for the money they need to eat and pay rent. I used to get upset about it, but then I thought, you know what? We can do it. We can make this happen for our warriors, and we don't need the DOD to do it. I mean, they should be. Mm -hmm. However, I'm telling you that we as American citizens can make such a difference in their lives, and we do. And your listeners, I have never seen a response like this before. Your listeners are incredible people, and they are going to help not only at Christmas, but all year long. And if we do get Freedom Station 2, they will help in, in forever forever those warriors that'll be transitioning out of the military so we get them going to college we get them going to work we get them going to workshop for warriors we give them purpose and with purpose comes dignity and that's what your listeners have achieved for these warriors is an incredible dignity back they may serve the country in another way and we explain that to them and once you kind of make them understand that you know when they first got home their battle was getting out of that bed then their battle was surviving and and recuperating and going through multiple surgeries now their battle is how are they going to serve our country going forward because these guys are going to really make a difference in their generation but we have to get them past that very very difficult transitional period and a lot of them dealing with heavier stuff than you or i and the folks listening will ever have to deal with and these are these are beautiful young guys and gals um who have so much to contribute, but we've got to get them over that that really, really rough patch. And that's what it's all about. And that's what you guys, all of the listeners, are making happen. And so I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, you have our heartfelt thanks for all, I'm emotional, sorry, for all that you are making happen for these guys. They're going to be great Americans, and they're going to keep this country strong. Well, happy to do it. I mean, it's, you know, you, you've, you've put together something as an easy sell. All we got to do is explain it somewhat properly and people are going to donate. It's that easy. Well, and keep in mind, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, volunteer staff, volunteer board, often services and materials are donated. Um, nobody's making money. There's no profit here except the profit of, you know, what the country and what these guys receive. Um, going forward. I mean, that's, that's it. Everybody's doing this because they think it's important. Well, and here's what I was going to offer. Um, so somebody says to me, you should be sending out mailings. Other foundations send mailings every week. And I said, okay, here's the difference. 
Do I send out a letter with a stamp in it to tell people to mail back? Or do I use that money and buy the 600 bed pillows we need to hand out next week? So next week, our warriors, oh, I shouldn't do this, but we're going to be handing out special gifts so that when they go home, they've got something wonderful to take home with them when they fly home. Cool. So- Fantastic. Sandy Lemcooler, Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station. Thanks, everybody. Uh, who's contributed. If you haven't gotten around to it, just do it when you can. We'll hit you with a new total uh, on Monday morning. Well, I want to hear the total for my final thought. But right. So at armstrongandgettyradio.com, that's how you donate it. Let's hear our announcer. Hey, guys going to do your uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? Give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip? Hmm? Give us all a little uh, last-minute chuckle before the 9 o'clock hour passes us by? Hmm? Yeah? Give uh, give everyone one last chance to uh, get what's eating them off the chest. Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the new stories of the day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Marshall Phillips, what is your final thought, sir? Well, i got to tell you, I'm heading out this weekend feeling very proud of Armstrong and Getty listeners who blew the lid off with their donations to the Warriors Foundation Freedom Station. Big thanks to all. Hey, uh, Marshall, we did get this text. Marshall should ask out Gladys. <laughs> Not in today's climate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Very true. true. Positive true. Sean. Final thought. Yeah, I know we hate we got the funny sounder and we make a big deal about it, the whales, but I absolutely love looking down the list of donations and seeing seeing just a, a literal thousands of people donating $10, $20, $50, $27. All of that is fantastic. I'm humbled to, to be a small part of this in any way I can. Right. Generosity isn't a number. It's a spirit. A lot of people come through. Michelangelo, final thought. Instead of impressing your date by taking them to a fancy restaurant, make them a peanut butter sandwich instead and take that money and donate to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Awesome. (laughs) You're a prince, Michael. Uh, Jack, your final thought? My final thought is the last update of the show. Drum roll, please. (laughs) I just refreshed. Oh, man. 399-724. Uh, you know what? What is that? Two hundred and seventy-five bucks. I'm just donating it right now. I'll there do it go. during the commercial. And even four hundred. We're at four hundred. We're at four hundred. We made it. That is so incredible. Is that your final thought? You're donating two hundred and seventy-four. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I win. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. My final thought is thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We would never ever lie to you people. Uh, when we tell you that that you've done a beautiful thing, and this money's going to do a lot of good. Four hundred one thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, four hundred k is a pretty good haul for uh, introducing a, a new product to you in one week. So yeah, next year we'll go big again. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com for our contact information or to give more. Thank you. See you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.